you have to find little pockets of joy you know you have to find little moments that make you happy it's not like one say most of my relationships of like love are me challenging my partner to test their endurance sort of let's talk about how would you define love oh god love love is such a complicated thing thing that I struggle with on a daily basis. <laughs> I have my unconditional love to my dog for one because okay. he's like a child and then I have my love for my fiance who I love unconditionally but I definitely challenge him. Um I would say most of my relationships of like love are me challenging my partner to not to make sure but to to test their endurance yeah. sort of where um why why would you do this like why would not like expect the intentions to be good though why would we need to test oh them? i do i do it's only whenever we have disagreements that i like to challenge them because i'm like why do you think like this tell me why And I'll show you that why. That man will feel like he's in a test 24 hours like he might get tired though. Oh, he's exhausted. It's fine. <laughs> It's okay though. He, he he's a doctor so he has plenty of other fasting um, things to do. Don't worry. No, not worried. <laughs> um what does a successful relationship look like to you? Um mostly just communication. communication is like the biggest thing where there can't be lies and there can't be any kind of like hiding but at the same time like you got to trust that your partner is secure and not lying to you and that comes through constant communication because I don't know. For me and my fiance personally, what makes our relationship successful is that we have very similar backgrounds in the way that we grew up. We're both the oldest child of our families. We have very similar upbringings in the way that our moms raised us, where we only spoke Arabic at home. We only, you know, we grew up in the US, but we were never really like American. You know, we were always a little bit more Palestinian than we were American and it's just the most successful relationship because we are constantly talking about the things that we like the things we don't like the things that make us uncomfortable the things that you know you got to talk about every single thing that's why i say like communication is the biggest thing that makes a relationship successful but also it's It's understanding that you have the same foundation too. What makes you happy? It's hard to be happy. You have to find you have to find little 
<laughs> you have to find little pockets of joy. You know, you have to find little moments that make you happy. It's not like one continuous thing that makes you happy. There's not like one thing that makes you like happy and makes all of the depression go away or anything like that. It has to do with, you know, do you have these little moments where you're happy and nothing can change that? And for me, that comes with. The things that I love most, which is my dog, my fiance, Palestine, anything having to do with Palestine, um, and just learning and growing, honestly. Because when you stop learning and you stop growing, you become complacent. You become fine with the way things are, even if they're not good. Even if you're just you're just happy to stay silent and sit in the same thing, but you know, some you gotta have ambition to want to make your life better. Always, like you always should be striving to make things better for yourself, to help yourself flourish into a, a better person every day. I think that's the makings of a good person, where you're constantly questioning whether you are a good person, whether what you're doing constitutes the actions of a good person. If, you know, like your actions are really what define you. So whatever I do, I just make sure that If I have any direct impact on anybody's lives, that's my biggest. That's my biggest concern. I was going to ask you, what is happiness to you? <laughs> happiness, happiness is a such a weird subject. You have lockdown out there. Yeah. How how does that feel? Fine. I mean, I still have to go to work because I'm considered an essential employee. So it's fine. I mean, it's not like anything has really changed. I. I'm not going to any restaurants. I'm not really going to any like social events. There's nothing going on anyway. So lockdown is just me staying inside my home, which is fine. What do you want to be in the future? How would you answer this question? I want to be happy. How do you define the word fearless? I don't think anyone can be fearless. Why not? I think everyone. I think everyone is afraid of something. They just don't either. They don't know it, or they are not aware of it. Sometimes people like it's not that they're not afraid of anything, but they kind of understand that fear, question that fear, and if they can face mm-hmm. it, they face it. But it's not that uh, they don't fear anything, but. They can overcome how they they're going through the process of identifying the fear, then overcoming the fear. So that's why we call them fearless because they lost the fear. Yeah, I guess fearless then to me would be probably just unafraid of death. Death oh. is like the ultimate fearful thing, right? If you're not afraid of death, you're not afraid of anything. Yeah, that's true. Which is, in my idea, terrifying. If you're not afraid of death, I feel like everyone needs to have some healthy fear of death. What are the things uh, that you remember about Palestine? I remember 
the smell of the soap that my grandma uses to wow. wash the sheets. I remember the walk to Dukkan every day to get fresh bread and little snacks from my cousins. I remember taking the bus to the old city and trying to navigate where to sit so I wouldn't offend anybody on the bus. I remember... <laughs> I remember getting the best uh, olive oil with my za'atar zit. Um... I remember the knafe that we get in Nablus. The... what's it called? Jalabia. Yeah. Yeah. My mom loves that. Finablas. But most of all, it's just family and comfort. And just... That's like just a safe place. Which is ironic because Palestine, to most people, is not considered a safe place. But it's it's my safe place, and I really I feel connected to the land when I'm there. I don't. I mean, I know I'm not. I'm not positive. Like, I live like there. I, I want to do this right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. When I'm there, I feel alive. Like I feel electric. Like. Like, oh, good! How honest you are when it comes to past. Yeah, like uh, I mean, it's like somebody just plugged in an electrical. It's hard to describe feelings into words, you know. You did. Thank you. It's it's not easy to just put into a few words the things that. You love most about Palestine. Like, what's what are the things you love most? Me. Mm -hmm. When it comes to speaking about Palestine to someone who's experiencing already the struggle, it's so hard to talk yeah. about all the things that I love. I, I can speak honestly like you if I'm in a different spot, not in Palestine. Yeah. Because it's that thing. It's that kind of relationship uh, once it's love love relationship once it's love hate relationship yeah But when it comes to what this place what do you love about this place a lot of things you love about this place yeah. like oh, i cannot count like you maybe you had the ability to count those things because your memories with this place are not big as my memories for example with this yeah. place so When it comes to me, I need not one book, not two books, not three books, not a movie, not a series. You need like it's, a whole trilogy, a whole. It's endless. It's endless when I when I if I want to talk about this. But if also I want to talk about how this place uh, hurt me, also gonna take a long time to talk about it. And it takes a lot of effort for me to talk about it. But it's my homeland in the end. I think I could summarize yeah. everything in in those two words. It's my home, my home. You should write a book. I will. 
I would I've, love to read it. I've participated in an anthology. It's a collection of poetry, but once one day uh, I work on a book of mine, but it's hard to write it if I'm here, honestly. Like yeah. you want to start writing when when um, those events those events have will stop. I will not experience new things. Then my mind would be refreshed to share more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to take a step back from it and. Reflect. That's what I saw. That's why I write poetry from here. But I always say that if I live in a different place, I'll write more. Yeah, inshallah, that- you'll get that chance to write. I would yeah. love to read it. Thank you. When it comes to body, what are the ways you celebrate your body every day? Mm, skincare, washing your face, putting lotion, and waking up every day, even though sometimes my face doesn't want to. Um, and also just drinking and eating the things that make it feel good and not bad. I love this. Um, how do you deal with the stress in a healthy way? See, that's the key thing. It's the healthy way part. Um, probably cuddling with my dog, going on long walks, um, watching a movie or watching a show that is really funny. Um, I'll take a bath sometimes um, because I have a bad back and my feet hurt a lot. I just like, my back hurts a lot. So I take baths to like soak the muscles and help feel better. Um, But mostly just listening to your body is just like the most important thing and giving it what it needs instead of taking it past its limits. What does self-love mean to you? I am not very good at self-love. Um, <laughs> Why? Uh, because a lot of the time I don't love myself. Because a lot of the time I don't feel like I, I really like myself. But I have to keep in mind that I'm basically my best friend for the rest of my life. I have to treat myself like a friend. <laughs> um, Again, why you said just the last line? If you can repeat. Um, I said, I don't treat myself like I would treat my friend, which is with kindness. So sometimes my self-love is not very effective because I am very hard on myself. Why? Why you're hard? Why am I hard on myself? Yeah. Because I hold myself to a very high standard. And when I disappoint myself, it's a really big disappointment. Yes, I know, but also you shouldn't be hard on yourself like give yourself the freedom to do mistakes and not uh, judge not judge yourself for the mistakes you've done like 
you have the like you would say to yourself that you have the freedom to do this you have the freedom to do that you learn you've done something wrong you learn and you do it right the next time but to keep uh neglecting yourself it's not good it's not healthy yeah okay no i okay. know <laughs> sometimes I'll see look. how i'm advising I, you <laughs> I, no, I appreciate it. I go through periods where I don't care about myself, where I don't, I neglect to take care of myself because deep down, I don't feel like I deserve it, but which I know, I know it's like, it's not right. I know that. Um, but sometimes it's hard to see that whenever whenever I'm hard on myself, I'm like pretty hard on myself. I'm like my, my own worst critic, you know? That would make, that will make you stronger. That will make you more complicated yeah. from inside. You need to know this. That will make things chaotic inside. Yes, it does. Oh. It does make things more chaotic inside my head. So why we should make things more chaotic? Why are we not trying to fix it? Oh, no, I'm trying to fix it. Trust me. It's something that I've been struggling with for years now. <laughs> mm. okay. It was amazing talking to you, Mo. Out. What do you think of our conversation so far? I've loved it. This has really been like an incredible conversation. I'm, I mean, it's really nice to talk to somebody who understands and who knows what else and who I almost feel like an imposter because I don't live there all year long you know like I feel like all I'm doing is talking about it and I don't feel like it's enough sometimes no, don't say this don't say this at all talking by itself is is a way of resistance is a way of defending who you are and a way of showing support to where you belong so what you're doing like is the resistance is equal the efforts are equal thank you for saying that Allah, it's been amazing talking to you you're really interesting to talk to and i hope we get to talk again for sure for sure thank you for joining me today Become a supporter of Gaza Guy Podcast. You can support this podcast with a small donation to help sustain future episodes. Support Gaza Guy through anchor.fm slash Gaza Guy slash support or visit our Instagram page Gaza Guy and click on the link in the pile. Gaza Guy from Gaza.